This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's put our hands for the choir one more time. Let's just appreciate them. Amen and amen and amen. Glory to God. Judges chapter um, <laughs> 6. Judges 6. This is the church of the living God. Praise God. The most gifted people in God's house hardly come out to do things. But we trust God that that will be corrected here. We have households. But then we can have different types of households, small groups. What you should not do is to sit down and do nothing. If you are in a church like this, and you are not comfortable with any unit that you see, then start one that you do not see. There are people like you waiting for something new to happen. What you cannot do is to bury the talent. Did you get what I've just said now? Hallelujah. There are much more than what we are seeing. And the next phase... And the next things happening, they are inside some people here. Hallelujah. Somebody told me that you mentioned feeding the poor. I'm interested. And the person gave heavily for it. Gave a couple of million for it. And I said, I don't know how to organize the feeding. Can you just do that? Look for people. So I'm announcing on his behalf. Of course, I won't tell you the person, but I'm just announcing that if you want to, you are interested in such a thing, you can wait until one of the leaders will meet with you. Because we are thinking of feeding people regularly in a big way. And last night I was thinking, thank God for the testimony of healing that was read this morning. I'm also thinking of an arrangement where we can have a medical outreach or a system where we can be visiting people in the hospital and be helping them to pay some bills plus medical outreach one saturday from morning there are many doctors in this church many of them if they call on their colleagues and they get to up to 60 doctors they can treat people we've done it before we can do it on a larger scale now we buy drugs for people the doctors will check. They will bring machines here Saturday from morning to evening. You see, church is deep. But there are many wonderful people who do nothing. When this service ends, with this one we end very soon now. Service should never end. General church can end after Sunday service. Individual ministry should begin on Monday morning. Have your seat, God bless you. Did you get what I've just said now? 
Please, I want one of the pastors to help me know that medical authorities and assign a date to it. Once I say something like that, they help me give flesh and blood to it. I've just said what we are going to do. And uh, we send publicity around this whole area. We target the poor. We are not even looking for them to join. Many of them will not, they would rather go to the university. Church. So it's not for them to join us. It's just for us to be a blessing to them. There are local communities here that you can tell people can't afford to go to hospital. And you know what? Maybe the government has no answer. But in our little way, we can start. Supposing we treat 500 people for free. We have more than enough doctors. They, we have many here, and they can bring some of their friends and add to the number. So that if we have up to 100 doctors, it's very easy for a doctor to attend to 10 people a day. And then we are talking about almost 1,000 people being rich. We go to all these companies, we buy drugs, buy play, all those common things, and then I'm even thinking that we can add glasses to those who are in these remote these areas. They will not go to an ophthalmologist. They will not likely. But we can help them. Now, I am saying some of the things coming to my heart. You can, don't just come here. Have a ministry. You know, at times I feel like pausing and instead of going straight to teaching, we can teach every now and then by the grace of God. But when we people get up and start doing things, there is no Christian without a ministry. One of the ways through which I will help to help people to identify. From now, last Sunday of every month in the evening, I will start teaching on what is called shape. We had a vigil on Friday and I talked about it. You need to know your shape. Your shape will help you to understand your assignment. Shape is an acronym. The spelling shape, S-H-A-P-E, shape. It's an acronym for something much bigger. The S there is your spiritual gifts. The H there is your heart, your passion. The A there is your ability, your abilities. And then the P there is your personality. And then the E there is your experience. These five things, they define you. You will be most effective when you practice your spiritual gifts and your ability in a way that resonates with your personality and then taking from the experiences you have had in life. You are going to be a master on that. Now, what I teach when, I, when it comes to, it's not for Sunday morning. It goes beyond spiritual things. It will help you even in business, what you do. A lot of people are doing something that is not uh, wired for their personality. You'll be slow. Now, this is the truth of the matter. If you go to training to learn how to play basketball, you will never be able to match Michael Jordan. When somebody who is shaped in a particular way puts an effort 30 minutes to something, it will be more successful than somebody not shaped that way who is putting seven hours per day. The Yoruba will say that ability is different from ability. Sorry if you don't understand Yoruba. <laughs> what you are born with is, is superior to what you are trying to learn. It is true. Many people listening to me, you do a job you don't like. You know, sometimes when people say to me in the office, I can tell, I say, I want to resign, I want to go to office, I want to go to business. Honestly, by the spirit, not every time, but at times, I can tell when I look at people that you are not shaped for business. For instance, I know I'm not shaped for business. I'm going to give out all my products. <laughs> me that my mom sent me to market when I was very young. And she told me, this thing is six naira. She wanted me to buy a fish. And I got there. <laughs> and the woman started saying, ah, I said, what's it? 
She said, eight naira. I said, but they said, six naira. My mom buys from me every now and then. I said, I know your mom. Somebody said, and then she just responded, that brother, how much are we able? You know, the way peaceable we talk. How much is my gain? That this one, I just gave her the money of me. <laughs> my mom be blue, blue, black. He said, so you pity a seller. What about me? You, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, I, I understand. I, I mean, I thank God I just know. <laughs> if I say I'm going to kill my first car, I got another one. Many years back, and I was going to sell that one. My mechanic brought somebody, and the man, someone gave me the car, a friend who went abroad, who came. So he gave me the car, and he told me that it was worth 3.2 SUV. And the mechanic brought this man, and the man stood at the front of my house and started saying that all my life, I have prayed all my life that one day God will give me a car. He said, but the problem is I do have money, that I have 250. I just gave him the car, 250,000. And I said, pay to my account anytime. Then one day I was passing on the road, I saw the man, he had pinned the car. Ah, I said, man, he grabbed me, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I will even try to sell this because I understand all the pastors they know. If we make a rule, when somebody wants to pray, I'm the one excusing it that you know, and some of them are tough. They stand their ground as no pastor. No, we are not doing this. That does not we said that nobody will use this all. And then I was the one that came back to speak on behalf of one person some months ago. Now you see, they have no place to use, they want to have a and so like I do be looking at me like this. So did we just say no, <laughs> hallelujah. Are you with me <laughs> now? Of course, don't try that, it will work again. Because sometimes, when they make rules and people meet the rules, people will come back and find a way to come and talk to me, and I will find myself advocating for them. Now, I have stopped. But the Bible said that he that troubled his own house. So, if we make a rule, I'm the one breaking it, coming back to beg for people. I'm not doing that again. So, if there's a rule, follow. Hallelujah. <laughs> Are you with me? I just said that to say, this is the burden in my heart. I, I, I see a glorious church rising. And I, I decided to just pause a little trust about this. I see a glorious church rising. The church that Jesus is pleased with is that when we sit every Sunday like this, we are also worshiping God for things that we have done for the kingdom Monday to Friday. And what you do is what fits your personality. There is a way why you are an introvert. There is a reason. God doesn't make mistakes. You cannot do what sanguines are doing. And there is a way, there is a reason why you talk so much. You know, people are wired up the same way. You are di differently. You are going to find this in the shape that I mentioned. Some of you in school, see, these things will start helping you. There is a reason why you know math so much and it's very easy for you to know mathematics. And for some people, mathematics is a challenge. I just managed to pass maths in school. So I don't... But there are people like Pashadeh and Ebele. Maths alone was a problem for me in school. Now, they got A1 in further maths. When I was in school, my reason was that maths go at him more. You are talking about further. When we have not known the one... <laughs> But anything like reading notes, this is why it's very easy for me to quote scriptures. If I just look at something, notes. So things like from SS2, geography, biology, I pass all those ones in GCE. 
I wasn't planning to do anything with that. I just did GC by chance. So all those who want biology, once it's to read something, no problem. But once you come to calculation, so in that GCE, biology, maybe C4, English, maybe C5, all those are both physics and maths, P7. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> so that was when I was going to you. I just moved from science to the other parts. But for some people, it's part of you. You just love calculations. Mm. I will never forget. Probably will be watching now or you watch one day. My head boy in secondary school, he also entered you. I just year also before me. I remember that because he was the most brilliant student in our school then. Of course, they were pushing him to medicine. He had gulletted jam from and he had free medicine. But thank God for that guy. He was a genius. He just sat down one day and said, Look, the assistant head boy, now my even BNS, that one is a doctor and you can that one told you, you will know that this one is a doctor. But the most brilliant Jerry was not. But because was so he just went back two weeks to jam to collect change of course or something like that and change back to engineering. He said, Look, I might be the best, but this is what fits him. So I remember when when you and one they came to my room and he was playing chess with somebody and he had a paper around two. He just held the hand up because they were just calculation. Actually, he was just underline something and he kept playing chess. When he left you, he left with a result that nobody had had before in electrical engineering, nobody. 6.999 the GPS. That means there was no cause he did that he did not score above 75 or 100, not one in five years. And he won all kinds of awards. If he went into medicine, because he was, he might have found his way. He will become a doctor, but not a very fulfilled one. Some of you love routine, but some of you want to do something once you are tired. But some people can sit down I remember one day when Folusha Barua was here, he has, he has traveled now. The architect that did most of the job, himself and the architect, he just said that, see, to sit down in an office is like a cost, it's a problem. He said, I'm a field man, field. And when he brought some, you know, abokis here and there, the former to do work, the way he was flowing with them, he said, This is me. And his father is like, he said, This is just me. Pastor Chigo is one of the pastors, the one that you don't see here because he works with oil, oil company and he's in Podakov. Pastor Chigo was doing medicine in UI. Then he changed to go back to engineering UNN and see where he works today. I don't know. Maybe the space is just pulling this out of me. Why are many people not fulfilled? Because they are doing things that are there. It does not resonate with their personality, with their experiences, with their shape. But they keep struggling and struggling. Some people are, you can't match some people in doing something with their hand. And they were saying that about Shola Adegwe yesterday, where it's his birthday. And he clocked 40 yesterday, and you know, we're talking about this. The father was around, who is a surgeon, probably wanted him to be a doctor, but from when he was young, just so I see the fashion, he made this thing I'm wearing. The fashion is not, fashion is my thing. Shola can do stand up comedy, can do everything. He just said, Look, I'm the firstborn of this man, the first man, sorry, not the firstborn, the first boy. He said, but medicine is not my thing. How many people are listening to me and all you've been doing? But I'm bringing this more to your assignment today. I want everybody to leave this service today and go and write those words again, shape. I begin to ask a question that, excuse me, when we say the grace on Sunday, what am I doing for God Monday to Friday?
Many times you need other people. You can be 10. See, Jesus' plan is not for church to gather like this large gathering. Large gathering is to come and worship God and listen to a message. Real ministry is carried out among See, You will not even know your real gifts until you start gathering with seven, eight people. This is why I played a video for them of the largest church in the largest Baptist church in America. How the man told that you are not in church until you find a group of seven and eight in that church that you all do the same thing. That is when you have started going to church. How many people don't know? Because now look at everybody here now. I can't demonstrate that I love you personally here. And you can't demonstrate that you love the person beside you here. It is if me. Ah, uh, this brother, this brother, after service, we say that, okay, you know, this is a group. That what we do, we pray once in a week and we help the people in the hospital. The little you are, the little you are, okay, we just go visit people, probably just give them food and do a little we can do. And we do that every week. Then I will start getting to know more about this person. Then I can go to his house in a moment of need. That is when I can demonstrate the love of Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. And together we are reaching people. There is nobody inside this auditorium this morning that does not have anything to offer. You have something to offer. So what I was going to say before, I wanted you to read Judges 6. I want to stop exactly 9.30. So, when it's 9.30, please just wave. No, wave. Okay. So I will stop 9.30. Be bold to wave. <laughs> Amen. One of the things that God will do for you, I was going to start talking about unlimited in Christ. Beyond limits. Even though we have shape, all our limitations have been taken care of in Christ. I'm talking about not that you can do, uh, you can be a doctor, a lawyer, and at the same time, limitations along your, the line of your destiny. Oh, glory to God. Because he has given us his ability. Um, let's start reading about this guy, Gideon. Judges chapter 6. And I think we should start from around verse 12. Um, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, The Lord is with thee. Thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befalling us? Where be all the miracles and it went on? <laughs> Next verse. God is awesome. As if the angel did hear all his complaints. Do you know that your excuses don't get to God? I will end this message this way and I want everybody to say, put your hand on your chest. Say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say one more time. Say it affirmatively. Did somebody get that? <laughs> this is a mentality that great people in the kingdom must have to operate at that level. The angel said that, hello, mighty man of valor. 
and Gideon like, who are you talking about? And he began to talk about all the negativities, all the things. He said, look, you know what? If God, all I'm saying is that God is not with us. Otherwise, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Why is this happening? And you are saying I'm a mighty man. And the angel ignored everything he said. And he said something bigger. He said, go in this thy might. <laughs> and save it. Let, let's read again, please. Project it again. This is amazing. Hallelujah. And the Lord looked upon him and said, go in this thy might. Thou shalt save Israel. Oh God. I'm looking at everybody and I'm wondering, what is God thinking about you? But are you answering back with excuses? Jeremiah 1. We come back to this story. Maybe we move in properly. Second Sabbath. Jeremiah 1. Jeremiah 1. Let's start from around verse 3. This is God telling Jeremiah. Verse 5, 4, 5, 5. Let's start from 5. The word of the Lord came to me saying, verse 5, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Before thou comest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Interestingly, before now, there was no record that Ezekiel, uh, Jeremiah ever prophesied. And I said this at the bed yesterday. Maybe no angel told your mom that you were a special child. People rate on I. People, they rate them I. People uh, that you hear something like, mommy said that when she was pregnant to me, Jesus appeared and said, this child. And they say, Jesus did appear to your own mom. Or some people tell that when they were age four, they saw a vision. An angel told that it shall be great in life. And no angel has appeared to you. Maybe demons appeared to you. Nobody told you. So you are wondering, does God have a special assignment for me? I am telling you this morning, thank God for people like Jeremiah. Thank God for people like Moses. The father and the mother of Moses were not told anything by God. The mother just decided that this child, if he should cry, the Egyptians where they would kill the child, she fabric. It looked like she was the one making it up, but it was God. Many things happen like ordinary things, but beyond those, behind those ordinary things, that's why I like the book of Esther. It's the only book in the Bible where the name of God is not mentioned once. God hid behind the scene to create drama. Are you with me? From the chapter 1 to the end of the book of Esther, God, the only book in the Bible that you will not find God. Yet you will see the greater display of his power. How he brought a man down, lifted Mordecai, paved way for Esther, and did all those things without mentioning his name. Unlike Hebrews, the Bible says that God, who has sundry time, one of the few books that started with God. Because he, at times, ordinary things you call them, but they have the extraordinary God behind them. Don't look for the spectacular at all times. A whisper from your wife, a word from your neighbor, something can be the idea that takes you to another level. The day David killed Goliath, there was no announcement. You know, the father just said, go and give your brother's food. Not that he slept and he dreamt as I fired the catapult, like African imagine the third time. The stone just went. <laughs> Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jeremiah had given no prophecy. 
Then God just said that before. So that means when he was 17, 18, 16, he was in school, when he was uh, taking Serilac and then graduated to take him <laughs> And when he was secondary school, probably failed math a couple of times, he never knew that God created a prophet over nations. It was when Moses was 40, for the first time, that an idea of being a savior came. And when he attempted it, it was a disastrous attempt. Do you understand? Then he fled for another 40 years. And when he was 80, that was when God appeared to him. That means it's never late for anybody. Can you imagine? So if he asked Moses for 75 years, no divine encounter, nothing. It looked like a life that would just end like nothing. But one day, glory to God. The Bible didn't tell us how old Jeremiah was also, but definitely was not a young boy. He was a child. Maybe he was just 18, 19, 20, I don't know, because his response showed that he was young. But of course, not less than anything, I suppose. So the first 15, 16 years of his life didn't look like he was up to anything. Then God said one day, he said, before I formed thee, I knew thee. I ordain you a prophet to nations. And he said, ah, Lord, I'm a child. What is it with man and excuses? How many of you have said something like, the reason why I don't do much for God is I don't have time. You don't have time? There's nobody that does not have time. I get what I'm saying. You do with your time. Yes, your time might be really limited, but you do with your time what you really love. When the guy says, I love a lady and says, I don't have time to call you, there's no love. When a man truly loves a woman, if he's standing with one leg on water, he will still call. He's driving on the express, he will send SMS. <laughs> when I was serving, one guy, out because of love, he entered bus in the nights. Because they didn't give us break that 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 time to come and see a lady. And he entered around that night bus to come back. Oh no, I think he entered night bus, arrived in the morning. He only had one day. And then they went round to eat and everything. All through that day they talk. And in the night, enter another night bus. Now, those were the days when they were shooting and robbing on the express. It didn't matter to him. And when he was coming to it, they shot their boss. He said, well, lying down, pray that Lord, now love. I said, which one? I said, but, but he escaped. <laughs> when you really love somebody, the house, the house is never far. There's another like that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want to stop here. I'm going to continue second service. Lord, I'm a child. Excuses. Oh God, where are all the miracles? And God said, go in this your might. What strength is the Lord seeing in you that you are not seeing? And this is the same strength that the whole world is waiting for. Let's rise. When we give a message like this, how exactly do we lead people to pray? 
you know what? One of the reasons why I'm stopping right now, one of the reasons, every Sunday now, I will try. You know, for service, at times I end five minutes to ten, ten minutes to ten, at times there's even an overlap. And I've decided that I will always try to let it end so that we have 20 minutes between first and second. The reason is for interactions. If there is something you want to do, pass it to the leaders here. They will help you announce for those who are interested in the same thing so that you can meet them after service and we will leave you and them to fashion out a plan of what you want to do. I do not want any member of this church to do nothing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, I told them something and I make both to say it here. I won't give details. When we have enough small groups, if we have up to 10,000 small groups across this nation, we will save even those who do the act of terror, who terrorize people. When you tell someone who is not a non-Christian, actually maybe in some part of the country, going to church is an abomination. But coming to my house to eat with me and we share the world together, nobody, so I say, I'm not a Christian, I can't go to church, but you can come to my house and we can talk. Seven of us can meet in our nature and we can talk about things. This is God's wisdom. Why it shouldn't be a general church? Do you know they said that the fastest growing, uh, uh, the, the, the place where Christianity is growing fastest now is actually China, interestingly. And there's no one church building. They will take you out and kill you. Underground churches, they call them cell. They meet in fives and in tens and they are multiplying. But this is the real ministry. So everyone who is used to only coming on Sunday, I am telling you today, you are not yet in the church of Christ. It's not God's plan that we only come on Sunday. Paul said, Acts chapter 20, his Bible is filled with that. It's true. Why did Jesus ask them to sit in 50s before he multiplied bread? Okay, multiply bread and give them. First of all, said, I group yourself. The power of God breaks over a congregation once the people have assumed the level of breaking forth into groups. It's God's plan. Did you get what I've just said this morning? Hallelujah. I don't know. As I look at all of you, I just see a lot of gifted people. Everybody. Because he has not sent anyone without a purpose on earth. The question is, are you doing anything about it? Or you just, all you are satisfied with is that you come on Sunday, Shola preaches, choir sings, and you go home. How long will you allow that pattern? Let's come on Sunday as we lift up our hands. You are worshipping God for all that he has done also through you all through the week. Lives you have touched. People you have fed. People you have counseled. People you have pulled out of danger. Marriages you have saved. You step into their home and everything. Somebody here can begin a fellowship for newlyweds. When people just get married, they have some challenges. Not because the man is but the woman. So it's a new life. The guy used to live in his own life as a single guy. Now your wife wants to control your time. It becomes, and then you are a woman. A girl, they be the best friend in your class. You are not used to a guy now telling you. He comes inside the house, he's reading newspaper, and he's asking that when the food will be ready. And you were a colleague in school. You feel like giving a knock on his head. That you see, it's not like food. But now it's your husband. All things are passed away. You know, that one is shocks woman. The guy that is helping you to carry your bag now, that's running after you, that you can chance, delay, tell him to stay. Now you are married. 
and is beginning to talk like Lord. And you can't take it. Like, I, I, isn't our day? And he says, you know what? No, 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 no. You are not going to your hometown today. You go next week. Well, I say, why? Because I'm saying so. I know you know some guys are the authority. Yes, I'm the I'm the head of the house. By the time you start announcing that you are the head, you are a figure. <laughs> so you you start telling don't you know I'm, I'm in charge? And ladies wondering. Oh no, I'm not eating rice. I want snail. And uh, and you list like five things, <laughs> like as I sorted. <laughs> And the woman is looking like that. Is it not? <laughs> she's wondering. What this is a day. <laughs> and she's the days when you will come to the front of her house and she will delay you for 30 days before coming out. And you will not get angry. She will enter the car. You will even smile and say, Dear, thank you. Oh, you look good. But all things have passed away. <laughs> but in a good marriage, all things should not pass away. You should still be the same kind, loving man who loves her and who will not shout at your wife. Can I hear amen from all men here? Let me stop here. Let's give our friend this one. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. What justifies the fact that you've listened to a message that you act on the message? Let interest areas start rolling in. We will help to announce so that you, you don't know other people in the congregation who are interested in what you want to start. We will just help you to announce and after service you will meet with them and you can take it off from there. Are you getting what I'm saying? But from this service, as now we share the grace now, let things start coming up. Some of them, they are just in your heart. Say it out. I want to do this. We will help you announce until everybody in this church is up to something. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Father, we bless you. We thank you for your word. We ask that you help us to be doers of your word, not hearers only. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.